Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, guys, good evening and welcome to another episode slash edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. If you guys are watching on Facebook, it would be really helpful if you hit the share button because that way our live stream would show up on your Facebook page. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or anything else, just sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Now, check this out. We've been doing a lot about our relationship series lately, and it's been very popular and we've gotten a lot of good feedback. I'm very happy about that. But here's the thing. I felt like I had to do a different message tonight. Um, We'll get back to the relationship series shortly. But tonight, I want to talk to you about how a lost world doesn't realize how close it is to Christ. I saw a movie a while ago in my admittedly less spiritual days called Fight Club, which is rated R. And I do not recommend you watch it because it's full of profanity and violence and everything else that you should not fill your mind with. Okay, but the basic plot of the movie is this, that there is this character who is completely nihilistic And basically says, look, this life is totally meaningless. This life is pointless. Everything the world has sold us on is an absolute lie. Materialism is a lie. Consumerism is a lie. Corporatism is a lie. All of these things we're supposed to want to pursue, all this material success, all this stuff is just totally hollow and empty. And and he really, you know, reaches a point where he says we should just tear the whole system down, tear the whole world down. This is a familiar sentiment from a godless world, is it not? We see it in television, we see it in movies, we see it even in music. In fact, I remember when I was in high school, and I have to tell you, my era of of music was very, very nihilistic. And and one of the more popular bands at the time was called the Smashing Pumpkins. They're probably the most popular band in the world, and nobody would confuse them with a Christian band, believe me. These people, if they were not outright demonically influenced, they were very close to it. And yet I was always struck at how close their lyrics got to God, believe it or not. Again, they were extremely negative and nihilistic, and they would deny God. They would say, God is empty. And in fact, that's one of their famous lines. And yet you could tell that they were suffering and that their nihilism was rooted in the belief that the world is empty, which is exactly what Jesus says, right? In fact, one of their famous songs is called Bullet with Butterfly Wings, and it starts out by saying, the world is a vampire. It's set to drain. Secret destroyers hold you up to the flames. Well, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's half the New Testament right there. The world is empty. It's evil. It's out to destroy you. You know, secret destroyers hold you up to the flames. You're basically talking about the enemy right there. Here's the thing. They're right that the world is a total lie. There are so many lost people out there who have figured this out, and they're right. We should reject the world. The Bible says this time and again. The Bible says, do not love the world or the things of this world. The desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, the pride and possessions, these things are not from God, it says, but these things are from the world, and the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. In Romans, Paul tells us, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. 
So we have all these lost people out there who know that the world is a lie. They just don't know there's something better. And so they fall into self-destruction because they have this void that they can't fill because that void can only be filled by God. In fact, in Fight Club, the movie I was telling you about earlier, the main character says, and this is one of the famous lines, it's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. Well, he's saying that as sort of a rejection of, of materialism and stuff. And he's saying that, again, in a nihilistic way. But can't you see how close this person is to God? He's practically an apostle. It's only after we've lost, lost everything that we're free to do anything, right? He's basically preaching the New Testament. It reminds me of, of when Jesus says, sell everything you have, give it to the poor and, and follow me. It's a, it's a theme that's repeated time and again. To achieve freedom, we need to lose our worldly selves. We need less of us. It's only after we've lost everything, only after we've given up that worldly self that we're free to do anything. John the Baptist said he had to become less so Jesus would become greater. In Galatians, the Apostle Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Again, losing yourself is necessary to replace yourself with Christ. In Colossians, we're told, put on the new man, which is the renewed knowledge after the image of him that created us. And of course, in Colossians, Paul tells us, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has here. And so we see this theme repeated time and again. See, the non-believing world knows it's lost, right? The world sells you on all these things you're supposed to want. You're supposed to want material success. You're supposed to want fame. You're supposed to want power. You're supposed to want sex. All of these things, these are the things that will make you happy. But there's no substance to it. Eventually, if you're lucky, you figure out that it's a con, that it's hollow. And then once the world's fed you all that nonsense and you figured out there's nothing to it, then the enemy turns it into nihilism. It makes you feel empty because it makes you feel like there's nothing. It doesn't fill you anymore. So now everything is meaningless. Everything you've believed turned out to be a lie. And when life is meaningless, people become self-destructive. But check this out. Not everything is meaningless. The worldly existence is meaningless. You're right about that. But your life has meaning. God put you on this earth for a reason, to give you a hope and a future, to be his representatives in this world. There's no higher calling. So his glory can shine through you and into other people. But to do that, to achieve that life, to achieve that fullness, you have to replace the worldly you, not with nihilism, not with despair, but with Christ living in you and through you. That's the hole that you're trying to fill, this God-shaped hole, the hole that only God can fill. I'll close with this. I knew a young woman who really began to get into some weir really weird things like witchcraft and stuff like that. And this person would post pictures of herself basically looking like a corpse. It was it was really very sad. And part of me said, you know, I, I should pray for this person. But I'll be honest, a more cynical part of me said, well, what's the point? This person is so far lost. She's never going to turn to God. She's she's beyond even God's reach, which is a very arrogant and silly thing to say. But it occurred to me that a lot of times the people like that who seem the most far lost are actually the closest to finding God because they're the nearest to the end of the rope. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're feeling like you're experiencing this emptiness. You're feeling like what the world has offered you has let you down. Well, my message to you is good. You're right. That's good. That's the beginning of knowledge. Recognizing what the world is selling you is a lie is the beginning. Now, step two, replace the old worldly part of you. The, the emptiness and the nothingness and the death with the living word of Christ. If you do that, 
then you'll start to live a fulfilled life. And then you'll understand what it means to be nearer, to be closer to God and for this life to have meaning. That's my message for you tonight. Oh, that was so good. That was so good. I have like millions of thoughts. And so that, I mean, I always have millions of thoughts, but on the, that particular message, I think because of my entertainment background, it's especially something that resonates with me and I'm passionate about. Um, and just seeing, being around as an actor, being seeing how people went, you know, in that trap, not having the Lord and ha- having quote unquote everything, money, fame, and realizing everything is meaningless, just like Solomon, everything is meaning- meaningless in this life if you don't have Jesus. And you're exactly right. I think right now we have such an open door. People are hungry for the supernatural and for the answers more than ever before. They're open to it um, more than ever before. And never has there also been a time in history, I think, where the lines, that's why I talk a lot about counterfeit Christianity, where the mm-hmm. lines have been blurred. And so the truth is over here. And then religion and everything is kind of uh, intersecting. So we need to get back to the truth and we need to bring that to people because that is where we're only going to find fulfillment. Um, I remember someone telling me that um, this guy I knew who was an evangelist, he was in California where uh, he saw a lot of people um, and same thing, same experience. He actually would pass a, a, a tarot reading place mm-hmm. and he never ever would obviously want to enter that place, but he felt God say to him, go into that place. And he said, are, okay, Lord, you you better me, be talking here. He went in and he the woman who was doing the tarot card reading, he looked at her and said, you've been looking for a sign. Jesus is your sign. And the woman just started breaking down and she accepted Jesus as her savior. So you're exactly right that those, um, sometimes we dismiss that, but people who are seeking and searching, they're looking for something. They just don't know the right answer yet. And it is a war. Um, you know, the battle of the mind is a war and we have the answer. So yeah. awesome. now, see, see, I told you that would be a good sermon, didn't I? You did. You did. You did not disappoint. See, Sometimes I read Kristen, my sermons ahead of time. And sometimes I just do them off the cuff. And then uh, sometimes I just, I don't tell her anything ahead of time. I just told her, I said, I said, tonight's going to be a good sermon, I think. And so. yeah, you did not overbill it. It was great. I loved no, it. Thank so. you, love. <laughs> Biggest fan. Um, well, tonight I want to do a verse for our prayer that um, I really think is just what God put on my heart. That is something that maybe you need to hear. And I feel like God wants to encourage you. It's from 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. And it says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is for but a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And it is kind of um, ironic that that was Jordan's sermon. Obviously, we didn't talk about this beforehand. And uh, that's the verse that it actually goes perfectly with the sermon tonight. So the Holy Spirit is definitely speaking to us. Lord. Thank you so much that, first of all, thank you for your comfort. Thank you that you sent the Holy Spirit to be our comforter. You do not leave us comfortless. 
And thank you that our afflictions are are just temporary and we don't have to latch on to those things. You know, when we go through sufferings or problems and they may be quote unquote very real problems for a lot of people. But God, we don't have to worry or or live in that place because we latch on to you. We are not chained to the problems. We are we are have not fallen in as a slaves again to fear. But we are your slaves of freedom, which is an, its own oxymoron. But we are in your kingdom and we have freedom by being bound to you, meaning that you take care of us, that you're the one that we hold on to, that we grip on to, that we latch on to, that we are uh, aligned with and and um, just and married to, actually. You're, we are the bride of Christ. So God, thank you that you have provided for us, you have protected us, and you comfort us. You comfort us every single day and in every single way. And all the things that this life would give us that are so meaningless and just have no purpose and are just have no substance and don't bring true happiness. Lord, you are our source. You are the well of, of life and joy and peace and kindness and patience and compassion and healing and everything that we need and comfort and um, just everything, passion and, and God, you, you are everything for every time, for every season, for every person. And you care, God, you came to this earth. You did not want us to be separated from you, but you died on a cross and you, you bore our sufferings and our sicknesses and our infirmities and our diseases. And you were on that cross and you experienced pain, not just physical pain, but emotional pain that we just could not even understand because you wanted us to know, not only did you want to take away the sin so badly so that we could be with you, but you want us to know that you understand our human sufferings. You understand and you comfort us, Lord. Lord, you don't just have sympathy, you have empathy. And you are too afflicted when we are afflicted. So God, I pray for every person who is going through anything right now. Maybe they're in a valley where they just can't seem to find their way out. They just, it's like a puzzle or, or a maze and they just don't know where to turn, Lord. I pray that in the midst of the darkness that they would see you and your light and just latch onto you and not hold on to the problem as their lot in life, but hold on to you knowing that you have a hope and a future and that you have the way out and you know the solution and that that the morning is coming in their life. Maybe some are on the mountaintop right now, but maybe in that mountaintop top experience, it, they're wondering, is there anything more? I just don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel, I, I, I'm waiting for something to happen to make me happy or joyful or peaceful. May they latch onto you also, Lord. May they find true joy and true peace in you. Lord, thank you that no matter if we're in the valley or the mountaintop or in any season, you are God, you are faithful, and that we hold on to you as our steady rock, that you take every burden, that you bear it all, and you will never leave us or forsake us, and you won't leave us comfortless, but you wrap your loving arms around us, Lord. I pray for every person to feel you, to feel your Holy Spirit, and to know you in a deep, deep way, and to feel your fire, to know you as their Lord and Savior, and their best friend, 
and the lover of their souls, not just some far off distant deity, but to truly know you're distinct. You have a distinct, unique purpose for every single person listening. Every single person. God, you have you no no two thumbprints are alike. You know the number of hairs on our head. God, you have specific plan and purpose and a specific love for us, a specific special place in your heart for us. God, we thank you. We thank you that you are on the throne, that you are in control, and you hold everything in the palm of your hands, including us and our future, and that in you we find our meaning and our passion and our love for everything that we'll need in this life and in all eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Good work there, Kristen, as always. Thank you. You are regular fans here. Fernando, good to see you. Shalanki, Osvaldo, Nazir, Sonia, of course, our good friend Peter Russell. Uh, Barrels here joining us tonight. Oh, you got your bell? Peter's going to kick us off with a praise report. Oh, oh, unprepared again. Kristen. <laughs> like we've never done this before. All right, ready? Okay. Listen, you have. we got to pray with expectation. We should expect every night we're going to have a praise report. You know, you're right. You're right. You are right. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Peter says, got a praise report and two prayer requests for y'all tonight. Praise report is that Ashton said this morning she feels her heart reawakening and having feeling again, which leads to one prayer request. Well, first of all, hit the bell for that. That's a good praise report. So, was, you know, Ashton is doing better. Um, with that relationship. He says, can't go into details here, but her insurance company is trying to force her to take a settlement. Okay, so I'll take that one since I do those things for a living. Second one is unrelated. A good friend of mine that's basically like a sister to me is heavily into witchcraft and yet claims she's a Christian witch. Oh, here we go. Mm. Her words, not mine. I'm terrified for her thinking that that's a possible combination. Sorry for the novel. That's no problem with the novel. I tell you what, uh, we're going to split this up, Chris, and I'll pray for the settlement. You pray for the, the witchcraft. Okay. Well, first, first of all, Father God, we thank you uh, for Peter's life and Peter's relationships, and we thank you for answered prayers. We thank you that um, Ashton, is his partner there, is um, coming around, and it looks like that relationship is on the path to success, and we pray that it stays in that path in Jesus' name. As far as his whole business with the insurance company, Father God, I pray that... Uh, Ashton gets good counsel. She makes the right decision. And, you know, maybe she the right attorney comes into her life. It's not something I can help you with because I'm not licensed in that jurisdiction. But, God, I just pray that she not be taken advantage of, that you counsel her and bring the right people into her life to help her make a good decision as far as that goes in Jesus' name. All right, go ahead, Kristen. Well, um, in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, I pray for this spirit, which is uh, this counterfeit Christianity which is yep. not Christianity at all, that is trying to make it w- its way in the earth. And I pray for a, a, an end to it. I pray for leadership to, and all of us as leaders, uh, just like all of us are missionaries, to really step up and speak out and proclaim the truth of who you are, Lord, and not go into the gray areas. Um, and I pray for this person, this young woman. Um, I, I just see the enemy just trying to, you know, his talons kind of trying to grip into her. And in Jesus name, I just proclaim 
that she will see the light of Christ, that she will see the true Christ and have a true, because when you fall in love with Jesus there and you have the Holy Spirit and the conviction of the Holy Spirit, you will be repulsed by anything that the enemy tries to convince you of. So that I pray that she would have a true encounter with the living God. And I pray that the enemy would get her, his hands off of her and her future and um, anyone else that she would influence in that manner. And that she would go on to have an amazing testimony for, for Jesus and that people would speak into her life and, um, gather around her in prayer and really, really speak into her life what needs to happen um, and lay the seeds. And if she has any seeds of, um, she would recall the scriptures, that she would go to the scripture and that she would just pray and and begin. I pray that she would have her um, be baptized in the Holy Spirit and that these chains, of because that's what needs to happen when you have a, a a se- severe bondage like this in Jesus name that she be baptized by the fire of the Holy Spirit um, and use her heavenly language. And in Jesus name, we pray that this be done. Amen. Amen. Good work, Kristen. All right. I have another one for you here. I think this is right up your, your wheelhouse. Um, Macarita says, please pray for me and my family. I want my husband to accept my babies, my two beautiful girls. I want my husband to accept them and treat them as his own. My girls are now staying with my family at my mom's place. But every time I visit them, I can feel that they need me and I need them too. I love them so much. My mom doesn't want me to take them with me because I'm staying at my husband's family. It's putting pressure on me day by day. Please pray for me and my family to be together. Mm. That's a very, yes, that's a situation that where you definitely, Macarita, we pray for God's intervention. Um, we pray. You're right. I believe that your your daughters do need you. And I know for a heart of a mother, um, even though I'm not a mother yet, I know that the heart of the mother um just it must your heart just must break to be with your girls. And so I just pray that that for unity, I pray for um your husband and his family to come to know the Lord in a deep way. And same for your mom and, and the, your entire family and your daughters. And I just pray that there would be a unity and a restoration. And I just pray for you to have the, um, just the strength that you need, that God would give you the strength, um, in the boldness. If there's a boldness that where you have to speak up and speak out and advocate for, for, um, for your kids, um, and to be able to do that and for your husband to be able to, um, you know, take the scales off of his eyes for him to be able to love and accept your children and for it to work out the way God meant it to be. But I really feeling like that God, um, I, I pray for you to have the strength and the courage from the Holy Spirit and the wisdom of how to approach the situation and the boldness to um, to to go go to this next step to make sure your girls are with you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Our friend Fernando sends in a prayer request. It's something I'm familiar with. Uh, he says he lives down in Atlantic City. He says, as you may know, Atlantic City is going to have a protest at the Fourth of July. I need a prayer for my city that is peaceful. That's a peaceful one. If the organizers go to jail, he's a bad person. All right. Well, look, I don't pray for people to go to jail unless they're actually supposed to. But for those who don't know, there's sort of this, this sort of, let's say, let's just say it. there's one like Black Lives Matter protest that's coming. And then there's a counter protest led by a group called the Pagans, which I believe is like a criminal motorcycle gang. Okay. So, you know, sometimes you can tell that just there's going to be a combustible situation. And God, we just pray for peace. I think it was at Matthew 5, 7 says, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called children of God. God, we pray 
for the peace that passes understanding to take over Atlantic City. We pray for no one to get hurt, for no one to be killed. We pray that there's no need to arrest anybody. And we pray that all of these people are just totally convicted, not of a crime, but convicted in the spirit uh, and, and come to you, that they exchange what they have for your life, that they realize the answer isn't with the government or it's it's not in yelling at each other or anything like that. The answer is unity through Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Kristen, Jeanette says uh, she's asking how to, f- I can do a sermon on this tomorrow, but Kristen, in the meantime, pray for Jeanette to, f- to know how to find the person that God has for her. All right. Well, Jeanette, um, I certainly pray uh, for that for you. I pray that you would grow as a woman in the in the Holy Spirit in the Lord. That you would become the whole person that you're supposed to be. So that when that person does come into your life, um, you will be looking for the right things because you uh, will be filled in God and God alone, and and He will be your peace and your joy and your comfort. And that person will just be a happy addition into your already amazing life. So I pray that for you. I pray that you um, would just seek the Lord and um, just become become the person you want to be, become the person that uh, you would want to date, <laughs> and um, be, be all that you can be for, for Jesus. And that would be my suggestion to you. And in the meantime, I pray that God does a great work and works on uh, the person that you're supposed to be with and does the same thing for him and um, grows uh, him at the same time that God is growing you and brings you both together in his perfect timing and in his per- perfect way. In Jesus' name, amen. I got six prayer requests here for healing. Actually, a seventh because one just came in. Actually, eight. So I'm just going to go through all eight of these at once, Kristen. Okay. First, the ones that were already written to us. Then I'm going to get to Deepak and El Alberto's over there. So Dowd says, please pray for me. I has. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. My mistake. Kristen, I'm going to give you two. Um, I I missed. I made a mistake, Kristen. I apologize. No problem. You're allowed to make one of those. I'll do the healing ones. So Gilberto says, uh, Pastor, pray for my ulcer, acid reflux, and lung in the name of Jesus. Pokey says, pray for my wife's heart problems, diabetes, and high blood pressure. Suresh says, pray for his health. Vikram says, pray for me and my family, for my parents, for my wife at home. In the morning, pray for good health. Alberto Barillas, who just writes in now, pray for my girlfriend, Nicole's brother. He has symptoms of COVID-19. And for my friend, Darling's grandmother, who does have the virus. And lastly, Deepak says, hi, I'm from India. I belong to the Hindu religion. Please pray for my urinary tract infection. Well, listen, Deepak, uh, I don't pray to, you know, I I will pray for you. I'm going to pray in Jesus' name, okay? I don't pray to any of the Hindu gods who, uh, you know, I will just tell you are false gods. That's how it is. But there is one God who rose from the dead. That's Jesus. And I will pray to him. And uh, if for this to be effective in any way, you would actually need to accept Christ. Okay. So let me go through this. I'm going to hit and get all these people. First of all, in Jesus name, God, we lift Gilberto up to you. We pray for pray. We speak to the ulcer directly. We speak against the acid reflux. We tell the ulcer to remove itself. We speak to the lung and told to be, tell it to be perfectly healed in the name of Jesus. 
We pray for Pokey's wife. We pray against his heart problem. We order her heart to be normal. Create in her a clean heart, O oh God. Remo- renew a steadfast spirit within her. We pray for that diabetes. We, we pray against it. We pray for her blood sugar level to be normal. We pray for her blood pressure to be normal. We pray for Suresh's health. We pray for Vikram's family and Vikram's the health of their family. We pray for Alberto Barillas's girlfriend, Nicole's brother. We pray that that he does not have the coronavirus, that these symptoms go away, that he's totally healthy and and and, and clean of that. And for his friend Darling's grandmother, who does have the virus, Father God, we pray for a quick recovery. You know, uh, Alberto, you'll be happy to know yesterday we had a praise report from one of our uh, listeners whose husband was basically on death's door after a month in the hospital, not even conscious with the coronavirus. And we prayed for him and uh, he's made a remarkable recovery. And so we believe in a God that um, that performs miracles. That's why we do this. So, God, we lift up Gilberto. Uh, Pokey's wife, Suresh, Vikram, and Alberto to you. And Father God, we commend Deepak to you. God, we know that by Christ's stripes, we are healed. That that Jesus was made a curse so that we could be made a blessing. We know that you are God, our doctor, that only Jesus is the name above all names. And so Father God, I pray that you heal Deepak's urinary tract infection problem. You just rebuke that and make it totally normal. But more than that, God, I pray that you bring Deepak, to know you, to know that there is one true God above all else, and that is Christ Jesus, the only one who who came and who died for our sins and rose and, and actually conquered death. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. Kristen, why don't you take a couple of these uh, spiritual life prayers here? Vicenta says, can you play, pray for me to be strong and to serve God? and to bless her family. And Yolanda just says, please pray for me having some issues right now. All right, Lord, we pray for Vichetta and Yolanda right now. We lift them up to you, God. I pray that they would feel that comfort, the comfort of the Holy Spirit, that they would feel your wings of protection, the Psalm 91 wings of Jesus over them and over their situations, over their households, Lord. I pray that you would come in and do a new work and, a, and make it an amazing work that like they've never seen before and do a new thing in their hearts. Let it start in their heart, Lord, and trickle down to every area of their lives and let them give you all the honor and glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I have two prayer requests here for financial blessings. Dowd says, please pray for me. I, I hope your prayer will lift me up. Uh, he's got some issues for a church building, all issues he wants removed. So I think he's trying to raise money for the church building. And Cha says, can you please help me pray for my education? I don't have enough money to pay for school. Thank you so much, ma'am and sir. More prayer, more power. God bless. Well, Father God, we know that you are not a God of lack. You are not a God of poverty. There are plenty of those gods around, and that's not who we serve. We don't serve a poor God. Your word says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their children begging for bread. Your word says, God, if if we do the right things, you bless our food and water and keep sickness far from us. You also say you'll make us prosper in all things, even as our soul prospers. That you'll pour out a blessing from heaven that we would not have room enough to contain. So for Cha and Dowd and everybody else who's having financial problems here, further, Father God, and actually, I see doubt is joining us here. I pray for these people. I pray that you give them the money they need, the resources they need 
to do your will, to get the education that Cha needs, but to have the ministry that Dowd needs to build the building that many people will come to know you under it and that many people will be blessed by Cha's education. And God, for anyone else who's listening who also has financial needs, God, please, uh, if they're not tithing, I ask that you convict them of that so that they tithe. Again, not to me, not to Kristen, but to your kingdom, Father God, so that you can bless them and bless them abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And our friend Peter uh, asked us to pray for Chicago also. God, we also just pray for Chicago and every other American city that that's having these problems uh, in Jesus' name. Yes. Let's see if I can't. Okay. Um, Jean, uh, Kristen, I can just uh, uh, close these out if you want. We just have a few sure. more. Gene spelled G-E-A-N. Uh, just ask that we pray for their family. Again, guys, these are sometimes we get shorter prayer requests, but they're still important. So Jean asked that we pray for um, her family. Tariq just asked for prayer. Wakas says, pray for me. I'm a Christian living in Pakistan. Semi, our friend Semi says, pray for me. And Sema says, pray for her mom. So Father God, for Jean, for Tariq, for Wakas, for Semi, and for Sema, we pray for these people. We lift them up to you. We pray that you meet all of their needs, all of their health needs, all of their personal needs, their relationship needs, their professional needs, their financial needs, and everything else. We pray you place a hedge of protection around them and their whole families, that that you completely eradicate the plans of the enemy, and you replace them with your plans. And God, for all of these people who joined us tonight, and for all these people who wrote into us, I pray, God, that you lift them up and that your glory shines through them and into other people, that these people all realize that they all have a missionary spirit that they are all there to be your personal representatives here on earth and to bring many souls to Christ and to pray to pray with other people. Just like we're praying for them now, these people have other people who need them to pray for them. So God, teach them that. Help us. Please continue to feed Kristen and me so we can feed these people. But God, don't let it stop with them. Let them feed other people as well. That this, that this whole ministry just become totally viral for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'm going to add Arturo Aguilar just says, hello, beauty couple. Uh, please pray for my health. Arturo, again, like we just said, uh, we pray for your health and we pray for your prosperity. We pray that you're blessed. We rebuke any and all sickness. And we just pray that you, you know, if you don't know Christ, you give your life to Christ and give your sickness over to Christ. Just lay it at the feet of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And also we add that Eunice for your son. Ammon, for him to have good health, and to, to we totally rebuke that cough. We pray that he can, his breathing is perfectly normal in Jesus' name. All right, Kristen, why don't you go ahead and, and uh, lead us in the call to salvation? Absolutely. I would love for uh, Dupac to join us and anyone else who would like to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. This is a perfect opportunity. There's no time like now. So just follow after me. You'll never regret this decision. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so happy for you. Comment on the video or send us a message. We'd love to know so we can help you get to the next step with your walk with Christ. All right. Amazing job as always, Kristen. Thanks so much for that. 
Guys, thank you once again for the privilege of coming into your homes. We hope we got, uh, we hope we met your prayer request for tonight. We hope you got something out of the message. Thank you so much for being such a great blessing to us. Thank you for the praise reports. Thank you for all the kind things that you say to us. We do read all of them, believe it or not. We read every message we get. We read every comment that comes in, uh, which is is literally thousands of comments and messages, uh, but we read them all. So thank you for those guys. And um, thank you for everything that you do for us. And we hope we're able to do enough for you. Guys, do us a favor. Please like the like the page, share the page with your friends. You can actually share the page with all of your friends. Literally, there's a button you can hit that says invite friends. You could just hit yeah. invite all friends. It'd be wonderful. Uh, share our videos too. Again, this is our ministry, but you know it can be your ministry also just by hitting the share button. Again, we don't make any money off of this. We put our own money out for it uh, because we're just trying to help people and trying to uh, spread the word of God. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us again. We'll be again. We'll be here again tomorrow night at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, have a great night. Be blessed and be a blessing. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.